Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Hello, welcome back, welcome in, welcome to you. We've got just a delightful day planned for you. 30 minutes of pure love, entertainment, and sales just coming at you. So if this is your first time, welcome to The Daily Show by Sell Better. We are here every single day, except the rest of this week, because we're on holiday for the rest of the week, but we'll be back on Monday. You can check out our schedule at sellbetter.xyz to check out all of our shows. Before we dive in, huge shout out to our partners, JB Sales, Vidyard, and Zoom Info. We are going to drop in the chat here. Um, Zoom Info has a download that you can get. It's three lead to meeting plays that you can take and borrow and rework your own way. So we are going to stick that in the chat here for you. While you're in the chat, could you go ahead and change your settings from hosts and panelists at the bottom there in that little blue box in your chat? Click everyone so we can all see all of your fabulous remarks. Um, And we're here today to talk about cold call openers. How are we booking more meetings? Is there anyone in here who doesn't want to book more meetings? Jack, Zach? I, like I hope not. Meetings. Yeah, I'm here from call guy enough. More meetings, right? All meetings. Yeah. The more, the merrier, as we say, in the sunny side of England. That's yeah, only in England we say that though. More more meetings, the merrier. Um, we have Jack and Zach back again. I should have prepared a rhyme for this because that would have been great. Um, they are from We Have a Meeting. They are going to share their top five cold call openers give us a little bit of information and background on those but while we are talking about what's going to happen today i would love to see who's in the room do you guys want to see who's in the room yeah i think i want to know the exact location of everyone oh okay (laughs) we're getting really specific put your exact location in the chat your uh your coordinates right if you're sat in a Starbucks, send over your... Uh, wow, your people are telling you. If you say anything. It's having you. People are telling you exactly where they are. In Ireland, wow. I was actually one that... Be oh, it's here. Blinds up. Someone yeah, just opened the blinds up. There's people outside your house. Um, so today we're going to talk about embracing the human element when we're cold calling. <laughs> we're going to get these guys' top five cold call openers, a little bit of information behind it, and then just a little bit of uh, insight into what what takes it over? Like what puts you over the edge there in terms of cold calling? Guys, welcome back. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having us again. I thought after last time we might, we do that thing sometimes oh. where we don't get invited back places. I, I we flipped the coin. I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time to come back. I missed you guys. Well, we miss you too. Anytime you call, we'll come running. That's the way it works from now on, Leslie. I know. More the merrier, right? Okay. More let's the merrier. In the room. <laughs> We've got a lot of SDRs, VDRs, a lot of AEs, all sorts of fantastic leadership on the call. Thanks for being here, everyone. We'll share the results. Oh, can you see that? There we go. Yeah. Wow. So think about that as we're diving in. Um, when we were chatting beforehand, this is something that's come up in my conversation with you guys over and over again. When we're thinking about cold calling, this um, 
being who we are and showing up as human. Talk to me a little bit, just like mindset before we head into some of your top cold call openers. Sure. So the one thing to remember with cold call openers is there is no one opener that is guaranteed to get success. Okay. We're just going to share with you a couple of ideas today that we know work um, and you might have success for them. You've got to find what works for you as well. One of the big things is tonality, how you actually sound, how it comes across. Tonality is a huge part when it comes to cold call openers. But a lot of the time, people are scared of cold calling because they're scared of rejection. So when they they, they worry too much about what they're going to say and they're worrying about what might happen and the outcome and they're attached to the outcome. If you can see there, it is in flip reverse mode, so I'll read it backwards for you. Um, but I have a little sign on my wall that says Memento More. For anybody that might speak Latin in the room, Zach, what does Memento More mean? It means remember you must die. Remember you must die. Um, so the one thing to remember, if you are cold calling, so many people think about cold calling and they're going to uh, pick up the phone and speak to CEOs, managing directors, founders, owners, VPs. The one thing that you have to remember is nobody in the whole of history has ever died from cold calling. So remember that. As of yet, unless it's happened at 12.03 in America or 5.03, nobody so far, touch wood somewhere, has died from cold calling. So get the mindset right first. Once the mindset and the tonality is there, we can start thinking about what are going to be some of your best friends when it comes to cold call openers. Zach Thompson? Ridding ourselves of fear. Yeah, Zach, chime in. I was beautiful. I was beautiful. Can I say that? I mean, I don't like him, trust him, respect him in any way, but my God, he knows how to speak. Um, what I would say as well, when we jump into this, something to be aware of is these are not only data backed, but they're also backed by psychology as well. So you have to imagine human beings are incredibly flawed. We come with all this baked in ancestral wiring and the main function of your brain is to protect you from risk and keep you safe. Hmm. And when you pick up the phone to a stranger and that stranger answers the phone, it's no different than approaching a stranger in the street. So on your way to your car after work, if someone just approaches you in the street, you'll notice your brain quickly goes into, who is it? What's it about? What are they trying to do? What do they want? Where's my phone? Where's my wallet? Oh my God. Your brain's quickly going for a cycle of assessing risk. So keep that in mind when we break into these, because that's exactly what's happening here. Have you seen the movie Elf with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Okay. This morning, Leslie. Okay, good. It's on repeat <laughs> here too. I always picture salespeople like um, Will when he sees when uh, Buddy. I mean, I should. We're not on a first name basis. When Buddy like sees the raccoon in the forest and he's like, somebody needs a hug and like the raccoon attacks him. Yeah. That's what the picture is going through my mind. It's like thinking about protecting ourselves like those people who are answering on the other side of the mm. phone they're there to like block you they're the raccoon coming towards your buddy the elf hug for the raccoon exactly well, my analogies I are just as good as that's a sneak peek of what jack's got coming for us you guys wow we spoke about analogies that was lovely let's dive in let's see your first cold call opener uh let us know what we're looking at here jack you want to tell this one your me to you can take it. You go first. Huh? Wow. Very generous. Man. For you too. 
Okay, so you get a cold call, you get the typical cold call, right? It's, uh, hi, it's uh, ABC Company here, how are you today? Straight away, the brain goes to, oh my God, this is a cold call. Back goes up, what do they want? They're trying to sell me something. I can feel the hand coming through the phone trying to steal my wallet already. But instead, the thing that's going to disarm that ancestral brain that I was talking about, that bit that's looking for, is their risk here. Is there danger? The best things and the best ways that we can disarm that are honesty, humor, and the room to say no. So with a lot of these openers, what we're trying to do is combine all those things. So rather than someone sat there thinking, oh my God, this is going to be a cold call. Why don't we just tell them that up front? So look, Jack, I'll be completely honest. It's actually a cold call. So would you like to hang up immediately or... Let me have 30 seconds. Completely up to you. There's a lot of intrigue there on the receiving end of that. A cold call about what? It could be anything. Somebody said Tony's great. It's a great tone, Zach. It's a really, Thank really you. good tone. Yeah. I think about changing my name to Tony. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, great, great opener. And, and we're going for data back. That is probably... What we do is we work in a variety of different clients, different industries, different sectors. This is probably used on 70% plus, um, and it has had the most success um, when, when cold calling. It is tried and tested. You may, have, you may have heard it before. You may have never heard it. We are a big fan of permission-based openers. Some people say, no, that's going to make you a beta human being, and it's going to put you on a lesser level. Getting permission, allowing somebody room to say no, is going to give them the opportunity to actually say yes more so because they don't feel pressured. Remember, sales is not about manipulating or pressuring somebody. And I know that the, the premise of this was data-backed. So for anyone who doesn't know, we run a sales agency. So we do sales for lots and lots of other companies in lots and lots of different sectors, targeting lots and lots of different job roles. This opener works if you're looking at big blue chip company CEOs and you're ringing on the mobile and you're shaking your hand thinking, oh my God, I'm going to speak to someone so much more important than me. This cuts straight through. And it also works with scrappy startup finance director who's not that much time in the day because you're just getting straight to the point. So in terms of data backed, we've used it everywhere. It gets used on, as Jack said, 70, 80% of the calls. Does anyone ever hang up? They always hang up. But they ring straight back and say, I'm so sorry. Here's my card details, big boy. <laughs> and it's easier with the rejection, isn't it? If I say to Zach, listen, you can reject me or not reject me. It's up to you. Well, if he says, yeah, I want to reject you, I can't really be uh, that emotionally attached to that because I've given him a choice. If you've got somebody said that, do you skip asking how they're doing with this approach? I, we've, we've got five coming up. I don't want to spoil the surprise. But how are you isn't on any of those five because... Typically, we find if I was to ring somebody up and I said, Zach, how are you today? What what could you possibly say? What do you want? I could, what do you want? Well, he could say, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. I could say, my cat's just been run over. And then I'd say, oh, well, I'm calling from ABC Limited because we've got one hell of a deal on for you at the moment. <laughs> and so how are you is, is, is never something that I would advocate. For me, it's about the prospect, their world, getting to the point um, and allowing that humor, honesty and allowing them room to say no as we discuss. 
I really like when you guys talk about leaving them room to say no. It's almost rewiring not only the expectation of the person on the other side of the phone, but also for us as the seller, right? It's resetting my brain expectations. I'm okay with a no. I'm giving them that option. So it's good for me and it's good for them and we'll be okay either way. One million percent. Leslie, I couldn't have said it better myself. You did a great job saying it. Okay. I want to hear really quick before we keep going on. I'm curious if everyone in the audience here, make sure that you're switching your chat to everyone in that little blue box at the end at the bottom because Jack and Zach can't see all of the wonderful comments coming through. So make sure you flip it to everyone. Um, I'm curious if everyone in the room here, are you using the same cold call openers? Are you switching it up? Are you A-B testing because you're a scientist? Are you not really paying attention. That's why maybe you're here to get some ideas. Let us know. While we're running that, will you guys grace us with number two on your list? Fancy another one. Okay. Um, if I told you this was a sales call, would you tell me you hate salespeople? Okay. We're going down the humor, the honesty route. And when we go down, somebody's put erg to that one. I don't know if that was a, if that's a, a normal. You're saying you are great. All oh, right, okay. Don't make negative assumptions. Ugh. Uh, if I told you this was a sales call, would you tell me you hate salespeople? People will typically have one or two choices. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. And then you've got a bit more permission and you can lead in um, and, and kind of that's your permission to go forward. Um, if they say, yeah, I probably would, well, then you're probably in a great opportunity to have a bit of back and forth, um, crack some jokes, build some rapport in that sense. Um, and if they say, yeah, I would. I get calls like this all the time. God, that sounds so frustrating. And then you can take it down another path of unpacking how you can sound different to the 99% of cold calls and sales people that they've already heard from that week or that month. Okay, mm. putting you on the spot a little bit, but if they say, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't love salespeople, what's like a go-to one-liner we could use? Should we play it out? Do Yeah. Yeah, let's do. I'll uh, Jack. Jack, you can be the uh, the salesperson if you like. He bloody salesperson. All right, that's Jack. Yeah, speaking. Zach, if I said this was a sales call, would you tell me that you hate salespeople? Yeah, I would. I get a lot of calls like this. Well, why does everybody always say that? Because salespeople are. Ringing me at the worst possible times. They're they're desperate. They're sharks. They don't care about me, and they've stolen my shoes. God, that sounds pretty awful, Zach. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating. What, what were you selling anyway? Well, listen. If, if I can run through and I don't sound needy, desperate, and I don't steal your shoes, is there any reason why I couldn't run through this? And if by the end it's not relevant, I'll I'll leave it there. Is that fair? Yeah, okay, okay, let's, uh, quickly. That's how we'd, uh, that's how we'd probably, uh, take it down. That's, that's one of the routes that you can take it down. But you want to unpack it a little bit more. Why does somebody hate salespeople? But it, it's an opportunity to find out a little bit more, not the shoes. The, uh, the, it's like the same way you would run in Discovery. You're going to ask more clarifying questions. Beautiful, loved it. The, the, the other thing to note on that one is... Uh, strategic placement of words. What words do people not want to be associated with? Hate is quite a strong one. So when people say hate and 
if you're a parent, you know, if hate gets used in your house, like I don't hate anything. You shouldn't say you hate anything. Like you're wired into to have like a quite a strong reaction to that. So really, if I said to you, do you hate me? No, like I don't know. It's like you get that straight away, that upfrontness to it. And you'll notice again, room to say no, negative assumption in there. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be permission in there because people will naturally, if they let you in, say, well, no, I don't hate salespeople. Depends what you're selling. Or I get lots of these. Depends what you're selling. Or what's it about? There'll be some form of here's a question back to you so that that's my permission. And my I have to bring up Greg's question. It was up a little bit in the chat. He said, if you're calling into sales leaders, would you use this one? Yeah. Yeah, always. Always. Because what are they going to say in response to that? It's only a few responses you're prepared for. And we're getting to sales leaders. They'll say, well, no, I'm a salesperson myself. So why would I hate mm-hmm. sales feel? Oh, no, we're kindred spirits. We're comrades on the front line, buddy in our boots in the trenches. And then you'll probably get the the odd character that says, no, actually, I don't take sales calls. While he looks upon his army of SDRs, cold calling the whole of the United States slash England. But, hey, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Mm. Becky Barrett says she's too nice to cold calls. Now she's in sales. Becky, if you want to leave your number in the chat, I'll be sure to pop your little call after this. There you go. You're getting... Everyone's looking at Becky online now, seeing if they can... (laughs) Oh, she's too nice. And she's got budget. That's right. (laughs) We're just going to assume that. Uh, Number three. Shall I take this one? Please. Okay, so this one was born out of... There are certain topics and certain things that we sell that are naturally they get people's back up a bit they get a lot of calls about it it's naturally going to irritate them stop myself swearing then leslie um so what we do is is instead we, we just hit hit them up front so i don't know if it's the same cross cr- across the globe but in the uk people hate recruiters quite a lot so recruit recruitment calls are one that typically gets people's people's backup. So, Jack, if I told you this was a call about recruitment, would a little part of you die inside? Uh, maybe. Okay. Why do you say maybe? Mm, I get a lot of annoying calls from recruiters. They're quite needy. Yeah, but everyone's telling me that. I'm guessing your number's shown up on a list of the top open-minded handsome business owners in manchester who might be open to a chat with a recruiter or something i'm guessing it has because i am handsome <laughs> very good um but when we lead with the topic it tends to be that there's a response similar to the last open up where it's going to go one of one of two ways people are going to say um if i don't just call about x would a little part of you die inside yeah i get a lot of calls like this or they're going to appreciate the honesty and say well no i'll i'll, I'll hear you out i get a lot of emails like this but maybe no one brave enough to pick up the phone but with all of these things there's some creativity sales skills and sales techniques arrive into the world the same way we do vulnerable and in need of nourishment so you'll only learn how to do these if you throw yourself in the firing line so when you do these techniques you have to be aware that the responses could go anywhere and your job as a salesperson should be able to roll with the punches. So I'm going to give that out there. I'm going to say, there's a little part you're going to die inside. He's going to say, yes, no, maybe. I get a thousand calls like this. You need to be prepared for every eventuality. Mm. Because 
and the 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 pro of getting it up front we're, we're really big with getting our obje- our objections up front because the last thing you want to do say you go down somebody put fx sales is in this bracket definitely like fx is one of the things like we get in there and we say i'll be honest if i told you it was all about fx with a little bit of you die inside and then you can take it if you don't take it and you take it down the route of is the sales call can i can i hang up or let me have 30 seconds yeah 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 and then all of a sudden bang they hear the word fx and that's it they're triggered but if it's something that keeps happening get there first get there before them get there up front so it's not even like after you get through the openers you're thinking about all of the possible outcomes and what you're going to say there too and and making that a part also i just have to say like um, I feel so seen when you're talking, you're like going through these examples and you're talking about how we all come into Earth the same way. And it's like this beautiful package that you're putting it in. Anybody else like you feel like this is a, a therapy session as we're going through the psychology of this? Yeah, you know, I know. Style. I just that's made that. <laughs> um, okay, let's head to the fourth one here. I'm not your dad, Abdullah. The blood tests haven't come back. Um, <laughs> Jack so I love this one I lo- you can take this a few ways so hi there I- I've been set a really tricky task I've been set a really weird task today I'm not even sure you can help me but, but I thought I'd be brave and-, and pick up the phone um, and then you can lead into kind of where you want to take it now you have to be careful with what's coming up next in terms of like if it's a real hard sell it probably isn't going to work but if we think about like this is this is probably for the, the the person in the audience that was too nice to cold call and might not have the um the minerals as we say in England to um pick up the phone and say I'll be honest it's a sales call. This is a bit of a, a softer approach and this works on a, a lot of different campaigns depends on what your offering is. But if you were in the middle of nowhere and you bumped into just someone and you said, "Listen, I'm I'm so so sorry to interrupt your, your day. I don't know if you can help me, but I'm lost." I'm lost in the middle of nowhere. Would you be able to help me out? Nine times out of ten, people are going to help you. We want to help people in life. We want, we don't want to leave people stranded. And and this is that approach that we're taking. And can somebody help you? And I always find that if I'm going to use something like this, your your tonality is probably not like really strong and oh I'm a ball breaker. So it might work with different personalities. But it's like I sound lost. I might be stuttering a bit, and it's a, Leslie, it's a bit, of a bit of a weird one today. I've been set a tricky task. I, I don't know if you can help me, going for that negative framing, but, and then you lead into your next bit. Yeah, you I'm going to give you some, any... some... Sorry, Sorry, Leslie, go on. I was just going to say, like, um, sometimes I hear friction on, like, you have to be able to put something after this that carries some weight with what you actually need help with, like... Yeah. There's that genuine piece of it that has to come through, right? What are like some ideas around what could come next? That's a whole whole other episode. Um, I know. Quick peek, quick peek at it. Well, just on that, there's a guy that I do some coaching for. He reckons that works 95 percent of the time. That opener, like he's been tracking wow. it or Aurum or, or something. So when he uses that opener, people let him do his pitch 95 percent of the time. Wow. The other 5% is like, where did you get my number from? Blah, blah, blah. In terms of what we would do next, so I'll give you a peek. You can't mention your name or your company name, right? That's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to tie one arm, one arm behind your back. You need to think of the job role that you're speaking to. Statistically, what's two to three big picture problems that they're 
potentially banging their head against the wall about. So when you get that bit where they let you in, they say, well, yeah, what's it about? You say, well, look, my, my, my boss thought you'd, you'd maybe be struggling with these problems and maybe we could help. But typically we get brought in by X job role who probably when they're looking out of the day or the week, they've noticed these two things jumping out at them. You're going to give them those problems and then room to say no would be, well, this is probably the part where you tell me I'm going to have to go back to my boss and tell him you got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, 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 it maintains the same pattern throughout, but that's a little bit behind the scenes, Ozzy. We didn't agree on that. And I will be back after this. Yeah. It's a nice little sneak peek. Okay. Short show. Let's get to number five here. Um, just a reminder, you can take a screenshot. You will also be getting the recording so you can go back through. But let us know. Jack, Zach, what do you guys think? Number five here. Okay, this is good for, we sometimes work with businesses who they give us just a dream list. So they don't tell us, I want to speak to marketing directors. They give us five, 10, 50 companies. That's it. I only want to work with those companies. So this would be, Jack, bit of a weird one. If I told you, you were on a list of companies that we've always wanted to work with, how would I start that process? Now, Jack's going to say, who are you? Go on, Jack, let's play it out. If I told you you were on a list of companies we've always wanted to work with, how, how would I start the process? Who are you? Well, can I sum it up in 30 seconds? If you're not interested by the end of that, I promise you I'll never bother you again. Does that sound fair? Yeah, it's so fair. Go on. Okay, well, I'm typically invited in by handsome Mancunians who are wearing yellow jumpers, but I have the honesty to recognise that one day they might either... I'm colourblind... But I have the honesty to recognize that maybe one day they might need a black jumper. And maybe when they look in their wardrobe, it looks there and perhaps there's not a black jumper inside. But I've got the feeling, Jack, this is the part where you tell me you only have one jumper and you never wash your clothes. I don't wash my clothes, but I'm intrigued to see the black jumpers that you've got. Send some my way. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but same, same format. If people are wondering what you do next, same thing. Mission and then big problems. Um, can be used against how did you get my number is that someone can someone double down on that question are you asking what do you say or are you saying so if someone if you call cold call into someone and they're like how'd you get my number could you use yeah. that as a, a good response yeah 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 exactly we've got responses to that as well one that we um we like is if i told you you were on a list of the most ambitious ceos and you came in at number three what would you tell me and normally they laugh and say, why am I not number two or why am I not number one? I don't know. You've got to work harder. Yeah. You're just like begging them to take the bait on that one and say that they're like, where's that the list? Show me. my fish run out all times. Okay. We got a couple minutes. If anyone has questions, you can pop them in the Q&A section. We'll uh, try to get to a couple. But I do want to talk about this concept of um, when someone says like, well, what are you selling? Who is this? What's this about? You want to chat us through this one, Jack? Yeah. So so you've got to remember that you hit somebody with your favorite cold call opener and somebody says, who are you? Where are you from? Where'd you get my number? What are you calling about? All these different things. You've got to remember that nine times out of 10, that's going to be a knee jerk reaction. So it's their inner chimp that's that's scared that you're going to bore them to death or you're going to try and sell them something. So it's a reaction, okay? And, th- and that's why we use pattern interrupts in the first instance. So what we can do in this instance, so 
typically when somebody says like who are you where are you calling from we can feel the blood rushing from our feet to our head we can go a lovely shade of crimson and we can start sweating and get a bit tongue-tied and our hands are sweaty all those lovely things and then we go uh i call it from uh this company and i i don't do you know what i mean all those it doesn't come out it doesn't look good so having something that we call the ledge that's ready to just lay down like an uno card and say look great question can i run through in 30 seconds and if by the end it's not relevant we'll just leave it there is that fair nine times out of ten they'll say yeah go on then if they double down and say no i want to know who you are then you say i'm jack calling from manchester i'm wearing a yellow orange jumper but the majority of the time it's a knee-jerk reaction um the second one that we talk about is the uber ledge so the uber ledge if somebody says yeah go on then you can have your 30 seconds they've given you permission just when we think about ordering an uber the reason that we love ubers rather than just any other normal taxi provider no offense to other taxi providers but an uber lets you know how long it's going to be i'm going to be with you in five minutes so the uber ledge is just accepting it the amount of time that people say yeah you can have your 30 seconds and they go brilliant we are a, a great crm system and they launch into their features and benefits just sounding human for those next four or five seconds they brilliant well i'll run through in 30 seconds and if by the end it's not relevant we'll leave it there is that fair it's just getting that permission letting them know what's going to happen over the next 30 seconds and running through it's allowing them that space and letting them know that you're also human yeah just another place you're managing their expectations you're managing your expectations beautiful you guys, how did 30 minutes already pass? I'm sad. No. I'm sad I'm that sad I am I'm really too. sad that, you know what I'm happy about though? What? David Humble's in the audience telling everyone to be humble. I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, David. Living that brand. Um, I, oh, and with a smiley. <laughs> Doing it with a smile on his face. And oh, you guys, this has been great. I, if you didn't catch everything, we're going to package this all up. It'll be in your inbox because you're here or you registered for the show. You'll get everything packaged up. But I want to let everyone know how they can connect with you. So let me drop your LinkedIn's here as well. And then, like I mentioned, we're on holiday with the Daily Show for the next few days here. But if you head over to our website, you can check out our next show. I'll be back on Monday. I'm talking with my friend Tibble in Berlin about a meeting request framework. So you'll want to check that out. Gentlemen, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure as always. And let's do it again soon. Yeah? Well, yeah, definitely. If you have us back, we'd love to do it. Connect with oh, us okay. on LinkedIn if you've enjoyed it. If you've got any questions on cold calling, drop us a message. We're on YouTube, podcast, all the fun and games. But thank you, Leslie. Thank, thank you. you so much. I'll see you guys soon. See you soon, everyone. Bye.